0: What's good, everybody? Welcome into the golf-only episode of The Early Edge. We do it every single Tuesday afternoon. I, of course, am the coach. We are powered by Sportsline and winner-winner chicken dinner. That's right. Last week, right here on the show, we cashed a 20-to-1 plus 2,000 ticket on the winner of the Wells Fargo. That is Rory McIlroy. Bubba Watson decided he wanted to play plus five over the last few holes to fall out of our top 10 pick, or it would have been a humongous week. But it wasn't my pick, it was the star of the show. Let's bring him in right now. You know him. He's the incredible host of the First Cut podcast here at CBS as well. Rick Run Good on social media. Rick G., good afternoon, sir.
1: Coach, good to have you. Always good to get an outright winner. A little, a little house money heading into uh, the next week, and we might need it because this is a new course. There's a lot of stuff we've got to parse through, but there's nobody else I'd rather do it with than you right now.
0: My oh, man, I appreciate that. Now, before we look forward quickly, we had some other dramatics happen last week. You and I had a hardcore, our usual $100 bet. I had Maxoma. you had SunJM, and a bunch of people on Twitter Didn't know our rule. Thank God the rule of both guys. At least one guy has to make it to the weekend because we were both embarrassed by that bet.
1: It, it was bad. I mean, Sungjae played well on day one and then he shot like an 81 or 82 on Friday and I'm going, oh my God, just make the cut. I win this bet because Max home was in the basement and, and he couldn't do it. So yeah, we, we play by the rules of if both guys make the cut, it's a push because if you had to send me a hundred bucks and my guy was, you know, eight over par, it, it wouldn't have been pretty. It wouldn't have been fun no. to even collect on that.
0: <laughs> I love making those bets with you. I really, really do. There was one guy on Twitter that sent a note to Max Homa, and I, I love Max on Twitter. And he said, "You ruined my DFS, my draft. You know, everybody else made it, but you." And he tweeted back at him, "I'm sorry, you suck at gambling." He was just like, "Enough, drop the mic. That's Max Homa, but Max, next time, just make the cut, would you?" All right, let's spin it forward to this week. It's another CBS show, Saturday and Sunday, three Eastern, right here in the family. One week from the PGA Championship, which I cannot wait for that. But I think there's a lot of value this week. You set a new course. Tell the people at home what they can expect. That's right.
1: It's TPC Craig ranch. It's in McKinney, Texas. over that in that Dallas Metro area. And this is a new course. And from what we can tell from boots on the ground, from some of the flyovers, there's not really much danger off the tee here. You're going to be able to bomb it without regards to much accuracy. So that helps the longer guys who maybe don't hit a lot of fairways and certainly going to be right up the alley of Bryson DeChambeau. And then you kind of look at the green complexes. You look at the par fives. There's four of of them seemingly all of them look like they're going to be reachable in two there's a couple of really short par fours. so at the end of the day coach i think when the dust settles we are going to see a very low score win this potentially something 20 under par as long as those wins uh, those texas wins stay away I i think you're going to have to make a lot of birdies to contend and win this golf tournament
0: And you know what's crazy? With all the changes to the schedule the last 12 to 18 months, there are some weeks, Rick, that uh, have been hurt by the new schedule, and there are some weeks like this week that have certainly been helped. A lot of big names took, took some time off. Spieth, Zalatoris, Hideki, Brooks. They all have been off for the better part of a month. They're coming back this week with the major on the horizon to get their game sharp. That's a big deal, but it makes it harder for people like you to figure out what to play. Am I right?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. There's just less data, short-term data. You got to try to figure out what they've been doing over the past three or four weeks. We know that Jordan Spieth had a battle with COVID. We know Hideki Matsuyama got the hero's welcome when he went back to Japan. These are all the things that are hard to quantify for a guy like me who likes to quantify everything, but we're going to do our best and figure out a way to get some names near the top of the leaderboard.
0: I would love to see all the numbers that go through your brain on a daily (laughs) basis. I think it would be a fun (laughs) reality show. Okay, uh, let's jump right in now. So here's what we do on the show every single week. We do two head-to-heads. We do a couple of props, and then we sprinkle a little bit on a winner like last week, Ah, plus 2,000. That was nice to catch. So let's start with your head-to-head matchups. This is our bread and butter. This is where people make their money. What do you like this week?
1: That's right. The aforementioned Hideki Matsuyama, who we know went to Japan after winning the Masters. He had to quarantine t- quarantine for two weeks. He did the full tour, got all the honors, all the accolades, all the pomp and circumstance. I certainly don't want to try to quantify uh, how that is going to affect his play this week, but I'm concerned it cuts into his practice time. So I'm taking Matt Fitzpatrick at minus 120 over Hideki Matsuyama. Throw the Hideki stuff out the window. Matt Fitzpatrick has been the second best player on tour behind only Jordan Spieth. In terms Terms of strokes gained since the start of 2021 that does not even include his victory on the european tour at the end of 2020 he's been absolutely phenomenal and then i'm going back to sam burns fresh off his victory at the valspar championship he's had a week off he's minus 125 over sergio garcia and i could not draw up a better spot for sam burns than tpc craig ranch he's going to be able to lean on that driver he hits it further than the vast majority of the pga tour he's also one of the better iron players so when everybody gets out there, finds their ball, and has to try to stick it close to make those birdies. Sam Burns is better than most. So I'm taking him minus 125 over Sergio Garcia at minus 105.
0: And you have to believe his confidence is at an all-time high after finishing and finishing in style at the Valspar. All of these odds from Rick G, courtesy of our partners at William Hill. Now, give me a couple of props that you looked at, and you saw that number jump off the page and says,
1: I like that. Let's start with Mark Leishman. And uh, I'm not a huge Mark Leishman fan, but TPC Craig Ranch sets up great for Leishman. I'm going to take him here at a top 10 plus 275. And the way that I look at this, Leishman is very inaccurate with the driver. But if there is no penalty, if there is no danger for being inaccurate, this could turn into an approach fest. And if it turns into that, I really do like Leishman, who's much better with his irons. We have seen him win on tour, not only last year at Torrey Pines, but he also won the team event just a couple of weeks ago with Cam Smith, so I think this is a, a perfect situation to roll out Leishman for a top 10, and then I'm going with John Catlin at top, in a top 20, and I'm getting 4-1 to one on my money there, and if you don't know who John Catlin is, I understand. He's an American playing on the European Tour. He has not played on the PGA Tour since the 2019 John Deere Classic, but since then, he has won four times wow. in four different countries. Most uh, Just a couple of weeks ago on the European Tour, he's won three times alone in his last 15 15- starts. He is a top 80 player in the world, and now he's coming back. He's coming back to the States. He's going to try to put his stamp on things, and I just think golf is so deep. If you find success on any tour at the rate that John Catlin has, uh, you're doing something right, so I'm asking him to finish inside the top 20 at plus 400. It kind of
0: feels like what Brooks Kepka did, what Peter Uline did, and you're absolutely correct. There are so many good players on the European tour, and if that's the route you have to go, that's the route you have to go. Now, I'm very intrigued because I have made two picks to win. And as fate would have it, Rick G., they're the same as you. Please give it to the people.
1: There we go. Great mind. Scotty Scheffler, 18 to one. We know he's a Texas boy. We know he's going for his first PGA tour start. And if you compare the last 20, last 24 rounds for everybody on the PGA tour, Scotty Scheffler starts to look more like Bryson DeChambeau. He's not going to hit it as far. He's not going to gain as many strokes off the tee, but he does it in other ways. He birdies or better uh, over a quarter of his holes during that stretch. He's just trending in the right direction. This feels like a perfect breakthrough spot and we know he can get hot. He's already got 159 under his belt in his career. And then Brooks Kepka 22 to one. Almost a very similar situation to what we had with Rory McIlroy last week. A lot of questions around Brooks Kepke He played the Masters on a bum knee. We don't really know the state of his game or his health, but we assume that he's feeling pretty good if he's teeing it up this week, and those odds are much too long. Same thing I said last week, Coach. When he wins again, you're not going to see numbers like this. We can just copy and paste from last week. Brooks at 22-1, to 1, uh, much too deep in this field that I think is really, really top-heavy.
0: And I will be not. I will not be as stupid as I was last week to verbally say Brooks Kepka has no shot. I give way too many uh, what do you call audio grabs for for the yeah. jeweler to sound to, bites. To, to play. <laughs> sound bites for the jeweler to uh, to deal <laughs> with. So I'll, there. there you go. <laughs> there's one. <laughs> oh, there's one. All right. <clears throat> I love these picks this week. We're up against it. Grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here we go. Here's the recap from Rick G. The two head-to-heads that he loves. Matthew Fitzpatrick, minus 120 over Hideki, the Masters champ. And Sam Burns, your Valspar champion, minus 125 over Sergio. Then a couple of props. Mark Leishman, top 10, plus 275. Don Catlin, top 20 coming back at plus 400. And then Sprinkle, Scotty Scheffler. To win, that's plus 1,800. He loves playing in Texas. He went to the University of Texas. Then Brooks Koepka, who I believe, Rick, is going to be super motivated because Jordan is one, Rory is one, and nobody's talking about him. I think his big ego is not going to like that very much. That's motivation. Do you think so?
1: I think that he wants to inject himself back into the PGA Championship talk, and I know one way he could do that. (laughs)
0: by winning this week at a brand new venue. All right. (sighs) I love doing the show with you, Rick, so much. (laughs) You've got your marching orders. Let's take all – let's take five of these tickets straight to the pay window. You can't have two winners. For Rick Run, good Rick G. You can see him six days a week on the award-winning First Cut Podcast. I am the coach, and the jeweler puts it all together. Mm. By the way, if you haven't seen that little video on Twitter, check us out. Rick and I are in it. The Jewelers in it. It's fantastic. We have a brand new movie out called The Early Edge. I'm just kidding. Uh, This is the only place. We love this so much for your weekly golf early edge. Good luck.